This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we have been talking about the power of self-work when paired with relational work. I have shared with you that I've noticed an increase in people being really focused on self-work, which is beautiful. However, a lot of what they're learning about self-work comes from the internet or podcasts or whatever else, and it's not a relational process. And what that means is that while they're learning about it, they might not be getting feedback about the ways in which some of these things are playing out in their own lives. And I want to talk about one area of concern that I have. And as you're listening, if you identify with this, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just a process of getting acquainted with this type of information and working through it and then figuring out what to do with it. And I want to push you and encourage you to maybe shift a little bit. Okay, so are you ready? All right. I have been seeing a lot of people coming into couples therapy and using words that they've heard on the internet as a way to state that they're doing self-work. But what's really happening is that they're using it as another way to keep themselves distant from people or as another way to just maintain the same thing that they've always done, but to maintain it in a way that they feel is allowed because there's a word for it. So for example, the word gaslighting that is being thrown around a lot. Gaslighting is very serious. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse. However, people have begun to label everything as gaslighting. They have begun to label that because their partner doesn't agree with them or understand them, that that must be gaslighting. They have begun to say that disagreements are gaslighting. They have begun to say that people getting angry at them is gaslighting. And it's often not. And this is really hard because if you struggle to identify um, unhealthy behaviors in relationships, this might be confusing. However, what I've seen is that what will happen is people will come into couples therapy and their partner will disagree with them and they'll say, see, they always gaslight me. And this word is being used in a way to prevent them from actually listening to their partner. And it's not doing anything other than keeping that distance there. Here's the thing. Number one, if your partner is really gaslighting you, Telling them that they're a gaslighter isn't actually going to help. If that word helps you to identify unhealthy behaviors, that word's for you. Telling the other person they're gaslighting you does nothing. They're just going to get defensive. They're going to tell you they're not. You're going to feel more gaslit. That word is for you. And the reason it's for you is so that you can do internal self-work. And you can say, if I really believe someone is gaslighting me, What do I then need to do to get myself into a better situation? 
What do I then need to do to advocate for myself and to stand my ground? What you would need to do then is to work on not getting sucked in. You would need to work on being able to be sure of your perspective, holding your ground. Labeling, on the other hand, is not the type of self-work that you actually need. And on top of it, as I've been talking about, it's not going to improve the relational work. Another term, narcissism. People have been really into using that term. And there are a lot of narcissistic behaviors that we see in relationships. Maybe not a lot of diagnosed narcissists or diagnosable. It can feel important to know the criteria so that you can do the self-work to understand Is this something I've experienced? Is there something that I do, that I struggle with, that I've been traumatized by, that I need to work through, heal through, and develop coping skills and relationship skills for so that I don't experience that again? Because that's the work you need to do to keep yourself safe within the relationship. Now, if you've learned that term, and you're not going deeper there and you're just saying, oh, well, I can identify a narcissist now, so I'm going to label this person a narcissist, then what's happened is that you've actually not done self-work. What you're doing is you're labeling another person who, if they truly are a narcissist, doesn't care about the label. And then you're going to get stuck into that dynamic where they're going to defend themselves, you're going to criticize them, and it's going to go back and forth. The real self-work happens when you're able to go inside of you and figure out what you need to do, where your empowerment is, so that you can change the way that you engage in that dynamic, because you can't necessarily change that other person. Now, what if you see these terms gaslighting or narcissist, and it turns out that the other person isn't a narcissist and that they're not gaslighting you? that the two of you just have a really dysfunctional dynamic. This is another place where people are getting really stuck. They're using these terms as a way to step away from their own responsibility for navigating relationships differently instead of being able to look at what is feeling good and what's not feeling good and saying, what role do I play? Where do I need to change something? What can I do differently? And if I do these things differently and things feel better, great. And if I do these things differently and it doesn't feel better, then I need to do something else next. This is all to say that true self-work is not about labeling everybody else. It's not about calling people narcissists, gaslighters. Um, It's not about saying, oh my God, that person sucks at boundaries. It's none of that. It's about being able to move within, being able to identify our own traumas, our own pain, our own difficulties with navigating relationship and being able to work on healing and growing so that we feel empowered enough to maybe understand the criteria for those things, but then to use it for the self. And that's how relational and self-work interplays. It's the ability to grow internally so that things are different on the outside. Instead of trying to push everybody outside to grow, 
while we still feel the same on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw. I am the author of I Want This to Work, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. I love hearing from you, so please take a moment to leave a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones, and when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.